Hi everybody, my name is Chris Lakes. I'm director in the Office of Student Success and Transition and I'm joined here by... Ty Hallwell. Hello everyone. I am the coordinator of first year programming and family engagement here at Berea College. We're really excited to have you guys here for the summary uh, discussion of our Zoom conversation uh, from last night. Last night we were joined by around 80 or so uh, incoming students and some orientation team leaders and others uh, to uh, have a conversation, share some information, uh, talk a little bit about the upcoming fall. So this is uh, Ty and I just kind of giving you a summary of what we discussed last night for those of you that weren't able to join us. We have a full schedule of Zoom conversations that we'll be having with people throughout the summer. Um, and I'll be sharing that a little bit later in this. We'll probably have a couple um, a couple other opportunities for some Zoom conversations uh, in between those uh, that Ty and I are going to work on so, um, so the format of things is uh, we're going to run through some information um, and then review some of the questions that uh, were brought up last night uh, by your peers. If you have questions while you're watching this, just uh, open up an email and send it to uh, firstyearberea.edu uh, or my email, lakesc at berea.edu or uh, Ty's email at hollowellteam.berea.edu. We'll be happy to help you out. We'll be sending you information along. So as I said last night, I'm not a big um, read off the screen kind of person. I prefer things to be a little conversational, but um, I did put together a statement about the upcoming fall term that I am going to read uh, a little bit off of the uh, off of the page for you, just so I make sure that I uh, I cover everything. So, like many institutions, Berea College took steps to try and ensure the safety uh, of our students, faculty, and staff in the spring uh, by ceasing on-campus instruction of our classes back in March. Students continued learning remotely throughout finals week, uh, which ended last week, uh, and grades were posted just a few days ago. The college worked to make sure the students were accommodated and supported as best we could, uh, including refunds for the board, adjustments to schedules as needed, and distance learning and training for everybody, faculty, staff, and students. For those who could not leave campus, we made arrangements on campus for them to stay. Uh, and we still have just under 100 students uh, in our residence halls uh, uh, where they're operating in accordance with state and federal social distancing policies. In terms of the upcoming fall term, our current intention is to have you on campus with us for fall classes. It would be naive to say that this is in any way certain, as the world is still getting a first look at what opening back up looks like, but we are currently in the process of determining what measures need to be in place to return any students to campus for the fall term. Uh, I am on the fall planning team uh, and our campus logistics team, and I can assure you that it's extremely complicated work. Uh, and there are a lot of different perspectives that we're exploring, but uh, there are a lot of dedicated folks working on that problem. Uh, and it's our intention to present a comprehensive plan to faculty, staff, and current students, and to as incoming students uh, in the coming months. If you'd like to get updates from the president, you can view those on uh, berea.edu. You'll see a COVID-19 updates uh, section. Um, and we will start providing some weekly updates to you via this my Berea email address. Uh, throughout the summer. I'll be happy to take questions uh, from any of you who want to discuss uh, further our plans for the upcoming fall. Our goal is to be as transparent as possible uh, and let you know uh, what we're thinking. And again, our thinking is uh, we are planning on trying to have you on campus for the fall. But again, uh, it's an extremely complicated time. Uh, we're working really hard to make sure that we can do that safely and securely uh, to where if we bring you back to campus, uh, we're prepared, you're prepared, and we 
give you the best education possible. So uh, on to the points uh, at hand, things that we wanted to talk about. Um, so the main website that we house is our berea.edu backslash SST, that's Student Support uh, or Student Success and Transition for our Office of Student Success and Transition. Uh, from that website, you're going to be able to access documents like our Next Steps brochure um, and information on housing and just everything that's going to help you uh, transition to Berea for the fall. We've got, uh, we've sent you a packet uh, with information on that Next Steps brochure, ID photos, I9s, things like that. Um, if you haven't received that, uh, definitely let us know that. Uh, but uh, a lot of the forms from that can also be found. So what we need you to be doing right now, we opened up the online orientation earlier this week, uh, May 6th, I think was the date. Um, and we require all first year students to complete that before you start at Berea. Uh, we strongly encourage you uh, to finish it by Friday, May 29th, so really by the end of the month, uh, so that you're prepared for everything on campus. So there's a lot on there. Online orientation provides us an opportunity to present information to you about our financial aid programs, academic policies, labor program, uh, the residentiality of Berea. It also allows us to collect a lot, a lot of information from you. Uh, we have contact forms that we need you to fill out. We have surveys on uh, self-efficacy and student development pieces. Uh, we get the labor assignment resume from you, housing uh, preferences. We also, at the end of that, once you've completed every piece of that, we'll take your course preferences. We use that course preference form to build your schedule for the fall. So we're gonna talk about this a little bit later in the summer, so I won't spend a ton of time on it, but we take those preferences that you put together, we put them into a computer system that generates a schedule for every incoming student based on your major interest, based on prospective classes that you might be interested in taking, uh, based on the courses that you're required to take, like GSTR 110 and other general studies requirements. And we build that schedule. Once you get that schedule, You'll have a week or two weeks to uh, look at it, review it, contact a member of our staff, say, you know, I have no interest in taking this, or I'm really interested in taking that, and I didn't see it on my schedule. And we will help to try and make any adjustments to your schedule that you need, want, and that we can make. We're not gonna be able to make every uh, single adjustment because of uh, course availability and things like that. But uh, we definitely wanna work to make sure that you're in a schedule that uh, meets your needs as best we possibly can. So that's the uh, that's the big carrot at the end of the online orientation is the course preferencing form. So we encourage you to do that. A couple other things that are on there. There are PDF versions of the required health forms that are on there. Um, the health forms must be completed and submitted to us before you begin class at Berea College. Now, this is one of the questions that we've gotten a lot from people is my healthcare provider is closed, my doctor's office is shut down, what do I do? We strongly encourage you to work as hard as you can to get those health forms completed before school starts. We can't let you be in classes or in the residence halls for a long period of time if we don't have that those health forms completed so that we know that vaccines are taken care of and the health is But if we understand that we understand that there's a lot of uh, a lot of things being shut down right now so if you're unable to get those health forms completed prior to arrival we ask that you still come uh, we work with the White House Clinic on campus uh, they service central Kentucky uh, and eastern Kentucky in terms of health care providers and we partner with them come to campus with the health forms in hand whatever you've got completed and we will do whatever we can to help you get those completed if it's vaccines or if it's health history uh, we'll partner with you on that. 
So definitely work hard to get that taken care of. If you're not able to, still come, still be here. We're still gonna want you to be here, but uh, you need to know that it will complicate things the first couple of days. So there'll be a couple of meetings you'll have to go to, a couple of um, maybe doctor's appointments that we'll need to get taken care of before we can let you start classes. So do your best, work hard to get that completed, and we'll take care of you if, um, if you're running into problems. You also need to complete the I-9 form. Berea College is a work college, so every student on campus has a position, has a job on campus. Um, and we need everybody, therefore, to fill out an I-9 form. That's a government regulation, a government policy, not one of our policies. Uh, so we'll need you to fill that out. I don't think, we, we talked about it some last night uh, and I checked in today. I don't think that all of the information has been sent out about I-9s yet. So we're working with Labor to make sure that the emails have gone out early next week. Um, essentially what you're gonna need to do is fill out a portion of that prior to your arrival on campus. There's a part where you can go online and do part of it. But then once you come to campus, we're gonna need you to bring two forms of ID. So it'll be like a driver's license and a social security card, or a driver's license and a passport, or some combination of forms. You're going to receive an email that lists out all of the different kinds of forms that you uh, are able to bring and should bring. Um, and we'll give you instructions for completing the, the portion that you can online. So be looking for that email next week. Um, and uh, there are some instructions for that in the online orientation. Another thing that we're gonna ask that you do before you arrive, and we always ask people to do before they arrive, is to send us a selfie, okay? We use this for your ID. Um, we used to have to line everybody up and have you take a picture of public safety, but now we let you submit your own photo. So take a picture. We sent guidelines in the packet. Please adhere to those guidelines because if you don't, we have to we'll send it back and we have to say send us another picture. So those guidelines talk about what you can have on your face and what you can't have in the background and things like that. So send that, that picture to bc underscore id at berea.edu. Um, and what we can do then is upload that onto your ID, print that out, and you can have your ID once you set foot on campus. If you don't, it's kind of like the health forms. We've got to take your picture at that point, get the ID taken. It can take a couple hours because we'll have a few people that don't have it done. And that just slows down your check-in process when you get here in August. So please send us that ID picture uh, to bc underscore ID at berea.edu. We'll get everything taken care of. Um, housing and roommate selection is also on the online orientation. Um, that is usually we have summer connections where people can meet roommates and go on and make uh, roommate selections. Uh, we're not going to be having those events this year, unfortunately. But if you know somebody that you'd like to room with, that's the place where you can identify who you want your roommate to be um, and also uh, submit other kind of housing information uh, and get contact or get in contact with the housing folks. So, I'm going to turn it over to time with him talking about a couple of things. Sweet. So, hey, I want to talk to you guys about the most important thing probably is getting access into your MyBerea email account. That is the official way in which we communicate all information to you. And so how to get logged in is you can literally type in a search bar, preferably do this on a desktop, um, not necessarily your phone for the first time, but just type in login.berea.edu. That will bring up the site for you to be able to log in. So something that I want to clarify, your username is the same thing as your user ID. So those 
uh, when you see that it's used interchangeably. So typically that's gonna be your last name plus your first initial. Uh, we do have instances where multiple people have the same last name as Smith. And so you may have a number after it, M Smith 32. Um, make sure you see that and that information is communicated whenever you receive your next step packet. Um, so whenever you see that, that's your username slash your user ID. For your password, for your first time logging in, this is gonna be your B number. So capital B, following the digits that come afterwards, exclamation point, and then the last word, your social security. This is important to note because sometimes people may experience the incorrect password, this isn't working, uh, failed attempt. That's because you may have missed information, like putting the exclamation point, or you don't know your password, your social security, that's okay. So just confirm that that information is correct. Should you experience problems with that, please let us know and we can help mitigate that process for you. Um, another way that you can go on is to reset your password at passphrase, so that's P-A-S-S-P-H-R-A-S-E dot Korea dot E-D-U. That's the same process we do to help reset your password, and that works just the same. Um, give us a call, give us an email if you aren't able to get situated, and we're more than welcome to help you out. So we don't mind at all. Another thing is, Engaging with us. So we know this is an interesting time. <laughs> we're doing everything virtually. And so we want to connect with you guys and want y'all to know that we're here for you. So we have some ways to be able to do that. So the first is Facebook. Uh, that's the day and age that we're in right now. It's easily to reach parents and families all in one place. And so give us a like. Our Facebook page is Berea College, Office of Students and Staff Transition. If you just give it a quick search, it's at Berea CSST for short, and it'll pull up our page. Give that a like. That's the general platform for parents and families to stay informed about what's going on. Uh, so you'll get all the updates about what we have going on. For our students, we have a private page for you guys. It's called Berea College, Incoming Students 2020. Um, give it a search, you just hit request to join and one of our orientation leaders will hit accept. And we have about 120 students in there right now, actually 160 because that number jumped way up last night, which is awesome. So you guys are getting added in there. Um, that's a platform for you guys to be able to talk, get to know each other. Like Chris mentioned, typically at Summer Connections, you would have met each other and then been able to request to be roommates. Well, here's a platform for you guys to do that. So if you have some shared commonalities and interests, go ahead, do that. Um, and for our transfer students, we haven't forgotten you. We have a place for you as well. So still on Facebook, just type in Berea College Transfer Students and that will come up for a private group for you guys as well. Another opportunity that we have that we're super excited about is that we have a Berea Bound podcast. And so we know that this transition from either high school or a different institution, or you're coming back to college and you've been away for a while, we want you to know what to expect, right? And so our orientation leaders have worked hard. We put some topics that are regarding the orientation online process and what that looks like. We took out housing and labor, swim tests. What does it look like choosing your major? Can you choose your major? Um, your advisor and that relationship and how that's important to your overall success here at Berea. So we have a lot of different topic breakdowns for you guys and it's not just Chris and myself talking but you're actually getting the student perspective. That's something that we really value and wanted you guys to make sure that y'all are able to hear. 
So the way that you can listen to this is going on Anchor. So you just type in anchor.fm slash Bound and it'll pull up. Or you can go directly to Spotify and just type in hashtag Bound and the podcast will pull up as well. Um, it's really informative. Like we said, if you have something that you still have questions about or you feel like you need some more clarity, please give us an email. We would love to be able to chat. And maybe you're not alone. There's other people that also have questions about that too. And so we're all the time updating uh, new episodes so you guys can listen. So we'd love to know your thoughts and hear any feedback that you guys have to offer. Um, so we do have some Zoom sessions that are going to be coming up. So I'll turn it back over to Chris so he can tell you guys a little bit more about that. Yeah, so we've got a, a full schedule of Zoom meetings coming up throughout the summer um, where we're going to be updating you on information pertinent about what's happening at the time and then bringing in some special guests. Um, last night we didn't bring any guests in, we just want to introduce ourselves and the concept of Zoom meetings, but throughout the rest of the summer we'll be joined by uh, some, some specific people from specific offices uh, as well as some other um, uh, fun folks uh, from around campus. So on June 18th, uh, is our is our next one uh, on the schedule. We're going to be joined by Chris Thomas from Financial Aid. We're going to be able to focus on uh, financial packages, uh, grant aid, um, all those kinds of things and questions that you guys might have. So that's June 18th. July 9th, uh, we're going to be meeting to talk about class schedules, book buying, uh, and we're going to be joined by Associate Dean of Student Life, Collis Robinson. Uh, we'll talk about residentiality and what it means to live on campus. And by that point, we'll have a little bit better idea of what it's going to look like on campus for the fall. So that'll be a good conversation, I'm sure. August 6th, we're going to be talking about orientation preparation and like the laptops you're going to be getting and what you'll be needing to bring to campus and things like that. Uh, by August 6th, you'll be just a couple weeks away from arriving on campus. So, um, so we'll be anxious to talk to you about that. And we'll be joined by Brittany Ash from the Labor Program. Where the she'll, she'll be able to talk to you guys about labor assignments, what's going to be expected in the first couple of days from now. And then on September 3rd, we've got a parent and family uh, only live stream where we, or a Zoom session because obviously students, you guys will be on campus. So parents and families will talk with you a little bit about what life was, has been like the first couple of weeks, um, what the transition was like, and kind of what your process and, and what you're going through in terms of thinking about uh, supporting your students. So. We'll be doing that one on September 3rd. Um, we may be doing some other ones in between those, uh, just some opportunities to connect. Uh, Ty and I are working on a couple, couple different ideas for how we can pull you guys together um, throughout the rest of the summer. So Ty, I'll turn it back over to you to talk about Welcome Week. Yeah, so Welcome Week, I'm super excited and elated to be talking to you guys about this opportunity right now. Um, in the past, it was called Orientation Week and Welcome Week functions as a time that we, we want you to feel welcome on campus. It, extended orientation so you've done your online orientation now you're on campus and you're going to see faculty and staff meeting other peers that you're going to be doing the rest of your four years with and so it's a really rambunctious exciting time on campus that saturday is move-in day we have a full day planned for you guys getting here on campus feeling loved and welcome and then right into it we have ceremony of dedication and all these things that are really fun traditions on campus um and then you got sunday through Tuesday of still some more extended orientation and then next thing you know Wednesday is your first day of class and labor um, and so we do like Chris mentioned we want you to have your ID already taken care of we want you to have your I-9 health forms already done because if you don't during this process it will kind of slow you down a little bit and so we don't want you to have any 
ill feelings about not getting to be in on all the fun, exciting opportunities that are going to be happening during Welcome Week. So please stay tuned for that. And by that time, like Chris said, July 9th and August 6th, we'll have more concrete information on what Welcome Week and the fall semester is going to look like. So don't fret, don't worry. Um, we will definitely make sure that we communicate what is happening with you guys and be fully transparent. Um, at this time, we're going to do a short plug for our Emerging Scholars Program. Chris. Yeah, and uh, before we get to that, let me let me just say really quickly, we are we are discussing what move-in day will look like. Um, uh, will we need to rotate people through? Will we need to give you times that you show up on campus? We'll take care of all of that. So we're just not quite at a place where we're ready to answer those questions about what exactly that Saturday on campus will look like. Uh, but we will get there. We'll make sure that that's communicated to you well in advance. So like Ty said, um, just a quick plug for the Emerging Scholars Program. That's one of the student support programs on our campus. It's one of the more intensive ones. And by intensive, I mean extremely supportive uh, to students. Students who are engaged in that program have um, uh, really strong retention rates, really strong success rates, and get really deeply involved in campus. Um, so it's a trio federally funded, um, federally supported program, kind of like um, Upper Bound and uh, Math Science and some of those that maybe you were involved with in high school, um, some pipeline kind of programs. So uh, the Emerging Scholars Program students are paired with an academic counselor uh, who kind of serves as an academic coach, um, a secondary academic advisor, helps you class registration, helps you identify opportunities, helps you identify internships and things like that. Students are enrolled in a quarter credit class with that academic counselor. Um, and you meet with that person throughout uh, your first two years at Berea College. It's a great opportunity. It's really supportive. It's not some kind of a we're not trying to, to goat you into it, to scam you or things like that. They can only take 70 students per year. Uh, we target particular areas and particular um, uh, kind of geographic regions for that. Um, if you're invited to participate in the Emerging Scholars Program, participate in the Emerging Scholars Program. Fill that um, application out. It's a good opportunity. Uh, they'll take very good care of you. That's run out of our office, uh, the Office of Success and Transition. Um, so be looking for that. Shalimar Sandifer was our guest last night. I said we didn't have any special guests, but Shalimar was with us from ESP. Uh, she'll be sending out emails next week uh, to eligible students for that program, so I'll be looking for that. Yeah, and to wrap things up, I just want to reiterate, our office is always, always, always here to help. Um, we know that these are challenging times, but we do have people that are checking the email, answering phone calls, returning voicemails. So please give us a call at 859-985-3376 if you have any questions. And then you can always email us no matter the time, first year at berea.edu. Uh, we check that email around the clock and we'll respond back as soon as possible as we can get to you. Um, I saw last night, actually, someone did actually email at 1 a.m. and I was like cracking up because I used that as an example last night and we got back to them. So it's all good. So please don't ever feel like you're inconveniencing us. You're not. Uh, we are here for you. We want to make sure that you are heard, you're validated, that you feel that you are being in a timely manner. Um, so now we are going to roll into some of the questions. These are just some of the questions that we got last night and I think they're very pertinent and so we're going to give you some answers here. So one is, will I have to complete online orientation in one setting? Great question. No, you do not. Uh, <laughs> it'll actually time you out if you leave the screen up too long and so you can come back to it. It has the save feature, so that's really nice. Um, 
we did realize that if you're opting in to take the Spanish exam, you do have to do that in one setting, as well as the math placement, but you can come back and do the rest of those. What if my, my Berea login still isn't working after multiple failed attempts, how do I reset it? Another great question. So this is important to know, after three attempts within one hour, your account will automatically log you out and lock you uh, as like a security measure. So you have to wait an hour, try logging back in after that. If you still feel like you really just don't know your password or you forgot, please give us a call or give us an email and we can help reset that for you. It honestly takes us two seconds to do it. And so we don't mind helping you. Another question, if I'm a transfer slash readmit student, do I still need to complete the online orientation? Yes. Uh, our transfer students, you do need to complete that online orientation because this is your first time with us here at Berea College. For our readmit students, you do not have to complete the online orientation, but please do stay vigilant in checking your email. Chris and I are also working on communication about how to make sure that you guys get the right information that you need and some stuff that you don't actually need to pay attention to. So just keep that in mind. Another question is the SOAR labor link. Last night we realized that that wasn't working for some people, but like Chris just said, uh, we got that along with the I-9 form and the labor program situated. And so early next week, you guys should be receiving um, the correct links and able to access that in your online portal. I will say this leads me into the next question. Someone asks, do I get to choose my labor assignment? No. However, <laughs> you can help yourself by taking that SOAR application process and the online orientation seriously. And what I mean by that is in that opportunity, it lists putting up your resume, any uh, past job experiences that you may have had. So say for instance, you've been a lifeguard every summer, please note that because we have a lifeguard position, several of them on campus. And so that can be something where you utilize your skills to do something that you already have, right? Another thing that I would say is that we always like to say there's dignity in all labor here on Berea College campus. And so just because you may get a labor assignment that you're not the most thrilled about, please come prepared with an open mind and the willingness to learn and be, um, and just to share something new. You may gain a new skill that you never thought before, right? And so do that after your first year, decide that maybe I want to find a new job on campus. We have a whole day of labor that you get to do that. Or you can decide, I really like this and I want to stick with it. So just be open-minded to it. I would say uh, you just never know what opportunities may come from your labor position. You could be very fortunate to work in our office, which I think is really a fun time. <laughs> um, another question that I got today that we didn't get last night that I think was important that I should have mentioned. If you have 504 accommodations, uh, please, please, please let us know um, the office of academic services handles this and your contact person is Lisa Ladangi. She's a coordinator of disability and accessibility services and so you can email her at lisa underscore l-a-d-a-n-y-i and she will be more than willing to help you get situated. Um, there's no time frame on when you have to get that information to her by. I will say the sooner the better though. Uh, we would love to make sure that we can help accommodate you across the board. And this goes for your labor position too, right? So say if you have asthma or extreme case of allergies or something, you can always let your labor supervisor know when you're on campus. And if they ever feel like that may be something that you'd be subject to, they can work out putting you in different places or making sure that you are not uh, coming in contact with something that can be detrimental to your health. 
Uh, we really do care about you. I think you will definitely see that once you arrive here on campus that Berea College, we put a lot in you, we invest in you, but we also make sure that you're doing okay holistically. And so if you've ever not feeling safe or comfortable, like please let us know. Uh, we wanna make sure that we can take care of you the best way we can. Um, at this point, I will turn it over to Chris and we can wrap up. Thanks Doc for covering all those. Um, yeah, so this is the end of our uh, our summary of last night's conversation. We really hope that you're able to join us when we get back together in June uh, and any that we have in between now and then, uh, so that we can talk to you uh, in live time and we'll have a conversation with you. If you, Ty mentioned this earlier, if you want to talk to us, uh, just reach out to us. Um, you know, we miss being around and with students all the time in our office, so. If you want to do a Zoom conversation with either of us or other people in our office to talk about the um, upcoming year, that goes for students, parents, families, or whoever, we're happy to do that. Uh, if you have any concerns or questions, uh, you can call our office. Uh, Ty gave the number a minute ago, it's 859-985-3376. That, we don't have anybody working in the office at this moment, because uh, the campus is, is uh, kind of on, on shutdown right now, but, those voicemails, if you leave that voicemail, it automatically kicks to the email that we're checking around the clock. Uh, and Ty or the rest of the workers can listen to that voicemail and they'll get back with you or we'll get back with you really quickly. Uh, we know that uh, our incoming students uh, have a lot of questions and you're not right here on campus and you don't have all the connections yet. So whatever kind of questions you've got or whatever kind of concerns you've got, just reach out to us uh, and we'll be happy to call you, email you, Zoom with you, talk to you in any way that we can to make sure that you've got uh, all of your questions answered. So I think that does it for us. Um, it's been great seeing you guys. And again, if you've got questions, uh, feel free to let us know, okay? Have a good day, bye.